Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 56th episode of the Serbian Corner, a Denver Nuggets podcast hosted from Nikola Jokic's homeland every weekend except on those without one. My name is Miroslav Tsuk, and I'm scrapping the bottom of the barrel in mid-July while we are pretending there's actual competitive basketball being played at the Summer League. The Denver Nuggets have completed their 15-man roster for the start of the 2023-2024 season after signing all of their three draft picks to multi-year regular roster spot contracts. Coincidentally, the famous Montemoris traded players' exception of $9.1 million dollars expired yesterday, so we can stop dreaming of a bigger contract being traded for this summer. Jamal Murray will be backed up by Reggie Jackson. Behind him, we'll probably see Colin Gillespie or Jalen Pickett. Christian Brown and Julius Strotter will back up KCP. MPJ will play before Peyton Watson and Justin Holiday. Aaron Gordon will play before Vlatko Chancer and Hunter Tyson. And at the five, second-team All-NBA player Nikola Jokic will share minutes with Zeke Nagy and uncle DeAndre Jordan. That's right, we have a new uncle in town. It is a team that's pretty young, three not necessarily playing veterans, five very experienced starters, Vlatko, who is very experienced outside of the NBA, and then seven guys who are between 20 and 24 years old, most of them with a significant number of reps in college basketball. In If my July brain is still capable of addition calculus, that's 16 guys. Two more two-way contracts are available, possibly for some summer league standouts. Five of those seven youngsters, plus Ishmael Kamagate, who is playing in Europe, will be on the Summer League squad, which is pretty exciting for the absolute sickos that will watch all the games from Vegas. The NBA League has almost taken its new shape. The only two deals we are still forced to see, uh, uh, you know, we're forced to see if that will happen. One of them is Damian Lillard, and the other one is James Harden trade. Dame's one will hopefully be done soon, so we don't have to listen to every NBA show start with it. But the Harden one might, you know, drag until the the season starts or even beyond that because Daryl Morey is known for being a patient trader. Okay, that's enough rant from me. It is time to bring in my first guest for today. He is one of the most popular people on the Nuggets Twitter. He is a singer and a pretty good one. A photographer, a videographer, host of several shows, including Denver Hoops and Dreams podcast, owner of an amazing radio voice, making his Serbian corner debut, it's Jeremy Nichols. Hi, Jeremy, and thank you for coming. Wow, what um, what an intro. I I, uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I appreciate you, um, you know, having me on here, man. This is really cool. So tell me. Because we haven't seen you on this show before, how long have you been a, a Nuggets fan? Uh, 23 years. 23 years. Um, you know, I and, and, and I, I've told this story a couple of times before, but the way I became a Nuggets fan, I was in high school and um, I started asking my friends because I was living in the Bahamas at the time and I was actually asking people, hey, listen, I want to get into basketball, but I don't know what team to root for. Right. And at that moment, everybody around me, Lakers fans, Celtics fans, Bulls fans, and of course, like, you know, you got you got Sixers fans, Celtics fans, just random, you know, big name teams, right? 
And I basically said, nah, I don't want one of those teams. I want to I want to be a fan of a team that one has never won a championship and two, it's just not popular. So they started naming teams like the Clippers. And then somebody said the Nuggets. And I said, the Nuggets, like, isn't that something you eat? Right. Like, and that's, you know, just kind of making a joke about it. But I'm like, you know what? That's the team. That's the team. The Nuggets. I didn't know anything about the team. I didn't know anything about Denver. Nothing like that at all. Um, you know, but of course, I really started to get into the team. And, you know, at the time, you know, you had like, I want to say Vashawn Leonard and those guys on, on the squad. And then you got um, like Earl Boykins and those types of players started to come up, you know, the years after and Marcus Camby and those guys. Um, and, you know, just being a fan throughout all those years. Right. And then you fast forward all the way till now you know, me now living in Colorado, because I told my dad in the Bahamas, I was like, one day, I'm going to live in Denver. That's just, you know, I pretty much just told him that. And um, I made it happen in 2015. I actually moved to Colorado for real. And, uh, you know, like I said, now 23 years later from that day in the Bahamas, the Nuggets are champions, right? So it's the whole full circle moment for me has been beautiful. Um, and to be living in Colorado here, to be able to go to a finals game, to be able to see all these things happen in, in person, man, it is it's a dream. It is really a dream. I, I promise you, I had no idea about the Bahamas part, because before the show ends, the Bahamas might be reintroduced into this show via a, a fun game at the end. So cool. I had no idea about this one. D- tell me, just gun to your head, who are your top five favorite nuggets of all time oh okay well number one would be chauncey billups i know um i mean he's he's been my favorite player for quite some time i just like the way that he played basketball you know being that clutch point guard not super flashy um so of course we didn't get to see him a whole lot in denver but he had been my favorite player for quite some time of course you got to throw the two-time mvp on that list you got to have nikola Jokic on there um I would say Carmelo Anthony still, you know, just because of what he brought to Denver all those years, making the playoffs, um, Danilo Gallinari, and then Jamal Murray. So that would be my personal top five um, for just my, my favorite Nuggets players of all time. Okay, wonderful. It is time to bring in my second guest for today. But to be fair, I call him so often, he already has his <laughs> own set of spare keys to the studio. He is a bowler. He is an archer. Not the TV show, an actual archer, a very very tall person, but most importantly, a host of Denver Nuggets Four Corners podcast, a show I have on speed dial, if that's how you call it on my (laughs) podcast machine. It's Rayvon Ray Hackshaw. What's up, buddy? Yo, what's going on, guys? Good to be back by uh, unpopular demand. Let's do it. So I'm guessing you're not calling from Vegas. I can't hear Brandon vote loudly snoring near you since these are the no. hours not to be awake in, in Vegas? It was a tough choice. Uh, it was a tough choice, but I, I went back to my home state of Maryland. Um, I'm here eating crabs, playing basketball in 100% humidity, Ooh. those sorts of things. Having a good time, though. I had a good July 4th. Very cool. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And let me bring, uh, last but not least, my favorite bilingual writer slash podcaster, Host of DNVR Bets, the tailgate, whatever that is, the <coughs> DNVR draft pod, the DNVR fantasy. Remind me to ask you after the show what happens in the last season of Game of Thrones if we're talking <laughs> fantasy. So he is a Litaliano Vero. He is Dr. Dre Andres Simone. Welcome to the Serbian Corner. Thank you. Thank you so much, Miro. Uh, pleasure as always to be here and talk to my fellow foreign. Uh, Nuggets fans, you know, I think there's a, I loved hearing Jeremy's story. I think there's a, something a little more special of being stuck in your corner of the world and whether the Nuggets picked you or you picked the Nuggets, <laughs> you know, <laughs> suffering through all, uh, all that Nug life years, um, far, you know, far and wide altogether. So always great being on Serbian corner, man. Always great talking hoops with you. Thank you very much. And before I ask you anything of substance, mm. tell me. I know that in one part of Italia, there's a boy named Andrea, like Andrea Pirlo. So are you Andre or Andrea? No, I'm Andre because my mom is from Colorado, right? So uh, Andrew was in the mix, but that that got avoided (laughs) because my Italian grandparents could never pronounce that W at the end. Uh, Andrea Mm. was in the mix, but that's a, a woman's name in the U.S., 
So option three was the French. Andre, it's actually it has the accent at the end, so it should be Andre. But you know, I, uh, <laughs> I'm happy to be like Andre Miller or Andre Agassi. No, no, no. Andre I'm calling you Andre for you. <laughs> it's, come on, that's, wonderful. That's how my parents would have it. You know? Wonderful. So, uh, so yeah, wonderful. I'm, uh, okay. That's how it works. Okay, let's start with Jeremy. I have a question for you, and it's for everybody, but let's start with you. So, uh, do you have a feeling being a Nuggets fan is different now after the first championship in its history, or do you expect the national media to send us back to our underdog roots as soon as this summer? Um, well, I'll tell you, as a fan, I do feel a little bit different because I am actually a lot more confident in this Nuggets team now um, because of Nikola Jokic, because of Jamal Murray, because of the chemistry that the team has built, especially over the last couple of years. You know, even from the bubble, you know, you kind of really started to see the growth there. Um, a lot of growing pains with this team. Right. Um, but I'll be honest, you, when you bring up media, let's be real um, to expect anything of substance from most national media is, is kind of hard to ask because any opportunity that they have to put the nuggets down, they will take it. Right. And I think we all understand that. So I don't think, I don't think overall it'll, it'll change or right now it's different. Of course, you know, you still got the, cause if they, I think when you hear them talk, they're like, well, you know, you gotta give them respect cause they're the champions. It's almost like that, right? It's like a grudging type of situation. But I think the moment, let's just say the nuggets start the season off, not playing extremely well, right? Let's just say they lose a couple games in a row. They will use that very moment to say, oh, well, you know, I guess it was just that last season or Bruce Brown and they will start using any reason behind it. So I think us as fans, we understand that this team is a good team and can still get better. But I think overall, any moment, especially with like Phoenix and those teams right now kind of building up, if Phoenix starts the season off well, oh, yeah, they're they're going to use that and say, oh, yeah, Denver is 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 not that big of a deal to us now. So I don't think the media's opinion is going to change much. So, Ray, are you now more smug than ever, or are you as nervous as you usually are before the start of the new season? Can I put it this way? Nothing has changed. Uh, I felt this day would have come for a long time. I'm not going to lie. Just in the sense that I think there's something about, at least in my life and my experience, when you are, when you sign that blood oath of being a Nuggets fan, um and you believe in you're you're a fan of an organization that i think has a lot of integrity i just always felt confident in that as a whole to produce good things uh at the same time i don't expect a lot of credit or you know we're, we're always going to be a team that's uh, i think a little bit looked over as far as you know national media and and coastal biases and all these things but i feel good uh, i felt good before i feel good now we're going to be fine Andre? That's an interesting question. I really uh, resonate with what Jeremy was saying, where I definitely feel different as a Nuggets fan and as a as a basketball fan, honestly. I, I think I've been thinking back a lot. I'm a very fortunate sports fan. I've seen my teams win just about everything. Um, I mean, shit, I saw an Italian win the 100-meter dash at the last Olympics. Like Mind-blowing <laughs> stuff, stuff I never would have even dreamed of seeing. And Nuggets Championship matters as well. Um, and it's really, gosh, I've, I never quite understood representation matters more so than the Nuggets winning a championship. Because seeing them doing that has completely changed my perspective in believing they could do it. I appreciate Ray's uh, optimism. I, I did not share that. Um, now, from the national perspective, I think it's simply going to transition from being overlooked and discredited to now just being heel and you know i mean all the other teams are more flashy mm -hmm. just reading the names on the marquee not the actual basketball that's being played and so those will drive the storylines and we'll be the big bad wolf waiting around the corner to take all the uh you know avengers teams down and it'll just be a different role but i think with similar distaste from the national media which sounds Sounds just fine to me because I am the smuggest I have ever been. I hope I never. <laughs> I hope that never leaves me. I might get a smuggest tattoo on my chest. I love these answers, and we'll continue talking about our feelings right after this short break.
Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Okay, we're back for segment two. Ray, let me ask you something. So, sure. does the Nuggets being younger than last year make, make you happy or worried about their ambitions next season? I do think there are some questions to be answered in terms of who that playoff you know, end of bench rotation is going to be. But at the same time, I'm actually really optimistic about how well they can play, uh, especially in the regular season, just in terms of, you know, so much of regular season basketball is effort and energy and just being willing to do the little things. And I look up and down at the guys that they brought in. And I think it's, for the most part, a bunch of guys who are going to consistently do those little things. So I'm pretty high on the Nuggets, at least in the regular season. And then, you know, the playoffs take that development and chemistry, and then we'll see who pans out in that way. Dre, what did you think first when you when you heard that three guys were, you know, signed for practically four-year deals? All okay. of them, not all of them, guaranteed, of course. I mean, uh, follow the money. You know, nothing can tell you truly how this team feels about these guys, like the contracts they dished out. They treated this like they had three targets, and those three targets they kind of saw as first rounders, and now those contracts say those are first rounders now contractually for them, and it gives them more, you know, flexibility with those two way contracts, and it it locks them into those guys right away without having to worry about you know some Carlos Boozer situation where the second rounder pops and then you can't even keep them. In year two, it's a really interesting strategy. It's not the kind of strategy you really uh, see in the NBA often from a contender going all in on youth. This is more of uh, the kind of thing you might see in the NFL. The Kansas City Chiefs have done this, for example, and had uh, some pretty good success. But it's unique. And maybe the front office getting a little smug too here. I mean, saying, you know, bucking the trend. Um, it was great having the assistant GM in studio and kind of hearing them talk about it earlier in the week. It's, uh, I mean, they, they seem to have a really coherent strategy, and I'm very, very interested to see how it plays out. So, Jeremy, I remember a couple of years ago when Vlatko was signed to a 3-plus-1 deal that many people were like shocked, like four years for Vlatko Chantar, mm-hmm. who haven't even played right. real minutes in the NBA. What the hell are they doing? And now we feel much different about that contract. So do you expect our new guys to to follow the similar route like like Vlatko did? Having I do. All that all that uh, confidence from the front office. Yeah, I, I mean you, you guys all you guys are, are are saying it correctly. I mean, it does come down to a confidence thing, right? It really does, because if the franchise is saying, Hey, listen, we believe in you. Right. We believe in you from a Peyton Watson, Christian Brown. I mean, of course, your new guys with your Julian Strother, Jalen Pickett, like those guys, the franchise is literally telling them you're going to get a chance. You're going to get your opportunity to really kind of just go out there and ball out. And I think, listen, let's be real. The real reason they're able to feel that way with such confidence, they have Nikola Jokic, who literally and, and, and scientifically makes everyone around him better. So I think they understand that he ramps up what he ramps up their their progression, right? So the fact that they have him on the court most of the time, they know that they could bring younger guys in and they'll be able to see what they can do at a faster rate than they would in another situation, right? And I think that's what it is. So yeah, I think the fact that Calvin Booth is is implementing a lot of that especially right now I'm behind it, man. I'm I'm cool. I mean, I understand, you know, you you need those vets. You need those guys in the locker room. But, of course, you know, you still got DeAndre Jordan. You still have Reggie Jackson. And I think those guys, um, they may not be the most popular, but I think they will still bring something to this team um, from a veteran perspective because regardless of what anybody feels about them individually, they are still champions to this day. And that is just what it is. So I like the concept, and I think 
I think what the franchise is doing now makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, and if I may say so, out of those three guys, everybody expected Julian Strotov to be signed because he's a first-round right. pick, of course. And Jay Pick, I think most of us thought that he might get the, the full contract as well. Maybe Hunter Tyson was a bit of a... Uh, a bit of a surprise there, so I'm I'm happy for him too. By the way, I think Hunter Tyson is new Gary Harris because we'll only refer to him as Hunter Tyson, you know, no Hunter, no Tyson. So, so true. It's it's gonna work perfectly together. Okay, so Dre, let me ask you: Do you already have your favorite rookie slash second year guy for the for the next season? Who who do you believe I mean. the most in? What an amazing group to choose from. I kind of presume that Christian Brown shouldn't even fall in this, right? I mean, I agree. Like, kind of goes without saying. I think the trust has been earned when you see a guy perform like that at the highest stage um, and like his development. I, I cannot wait to see what Christian Brown's going to do this season, next season when KCP has a player option. I mean, he might be the starting shooting guard for this team in like two calendar years. Um, so cannot wait. I'm very torn between Peyton Watson and Jalen Pickett, and I'm going to go with P-Watt just mm-hmm. because, I mean, I, I went down a rabbit hole of watching some of his G League stuff um, this week. I was comparing his stats to, like, some of the top draft picks coming out of the G League. You know, Scoot, Leonard Miller, who Tim Conley traded up to get, um, City Sissoko, who a lot of people like. P. Watt's numbers in the G League are insane compared to these other top prospects. He came in and was just incredible. The defensive flashes we've already seen at the NBA level, I mean, those that three-block game on, like, Steph Curry, Oof, I cannot yeah. wait to see what this kid can do as, like, the seventh, eighth, nine man in some of these, like, wing-heavy matchups kind of being your uncle Jeff, but like more defensive and, you know, less of a shooter and more run and gun. I'm really excited about Peyton Watson. And then the other thing that's really got my wheels churning since having a um, couple guys from the front office here at the DMVR studio was they were talking about how much Piwat, you know, has as a ball handler and uh, kind of being an, maybe a secondary tertiary initiator you check off all those boxes. That's an incredibly valuable guy in this NBA. I'm super excited about Piwa. And then between the ears, he really seems to have it. You know, he really seems to have his head screwed on right. Um, so starting with Summer League, I am hyped to watch what Piwa has in store for us this season. Ray, I, I've already heard your takes about your favorite guys on, on your podcast, but can you please repeat or, or maybe evolve on what you already said about this? Oh, boy. I mean, Peyton Watson is definitely my my personal favorite uh, <laughs> for a lot of the reasons that Andre mentioned. I think on top of the floor that he has as a defender and uh, a rebounder, he can just get to his spots immensely easily, and that's always been something that translated from, even from the minutes he had in college. Uh, it's just can he convert those opportunities? Can he make those right decisions and passes and all those things? Um, but to have an original pick, uh, I'm actually really interested to see, at the very least in Summer League, Ishmael Kamagate as a guy who, you know, I, I really like a lot of the guard rotation and the forward rotation that Denver has uh, off that bench unit. But I'm really interested to see what the center position is going to look like, uh, whether that's Zeke Naji or if there's another guy. Uh, maybe it's Jonah Golden. I don't know. But... Ishmael is a real center. Like he's he has the size, the physicality to I think provide a lot of that physical impact that I would hope that gives the bench structure and, and you know that sort of thing. I don't know if he's coming over. I wish he would, but um, at the very least, I'm excited to see him play. Oh well, the 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 French coach definitely didn't want him to be anything but the center. But it it might be actually a, a solid thing for the Nuggets. The Nuggets really need. Need a guy who who could be a vertical, you know, danger and a, and a shot blocker, and and he might be that even on the NBA level. What about you, Jeremy? D- did you f- uh, find your favorite already? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, it almost seems like we all agree that Peyton Watson has the potential to really do something special for this team. 
because you see, I mean, you know, you guys brought up um, that Golden State Warriors game, especially, right? Those three blocks. I think we all saw that and we're like, okay, this this guy, this guy has some serious stuff. Um, and then even, even in those games where he got a chance to play against Phoenix in those last couple of games where the starters were sitting and you saw some flashes and there was something that that really stood out to me um is the fact that he's getting a lot of respect from really prominent name guys in the league from paul george talking about him on his podcast to uh, even kevin durant i know um, peyton and kevin durant have some some level of relationship um because kevin durant has talked about him numerous occasions right and i think when you see that from guys who i mean look at how many young guys right now even carmelo anthony's son who's saying that paul george is his goat right so if you have you know, somebody who's saying that Paul George is their goat and Paul George is telling you, listen, we need to pay attention to Peyton Watson because what this kid can bring to this Nuggets team, it could be special. Right. But I think I know you mentioned, um, you know, if if Christian Brown even does fall into this. But one thing that I would love to see if Christian Brown can can show us that he has a consistent jump shot. That'll be him and Peyton Watson at the same time having consistent jump shots, knowing the potential that we see from them on the defensive end. That is going to be scary for everybody in, in the league right now. If those two guys can play, hit threes, and lock down like we know they can, good luck, everybody else. But those those will be my my two picks for sure. Uh, all three of you guys mentioned Watt because you're smart guys and because, <laughs> because Watt being good, would be the best case scenario for the Nuggets, really. Yeah. If he's the best out of the bunch, that's that's. I mean, you can then speak about real Bruce Bruce Brown replacement, or only bigger, longer, and possibly more physical. I'm not even gonna zag because everybody knows I I love Jay Pick, so I'm just gonna say Jay Pick to me is like more physical Monte Morris, like Monte Morris with a bit more swagger to him. So I'm I'm just in love with his game and and I wouldn't mind if he would be tied with Pivot as the as the best young young guy I like that. Uh, on the team. Okay, so another question, uh, Ray. Based on the current depth chart, can you try to rank the youngsters by the amount of minutes they're gonna get in this regular season? So. Include Vladko and Zeke, and then Piwat, Strutter, JPIC, Gillespie, maybe. Of all those guys, I actually think Vladko is going to be number one, if not number two. Uh, I, I think, in terms of like a floor and consistency, you know, being a low mistake player and being able to fit into a lot of different lineups, both with the bench unit and with the starters, I think Vladko is a guy who can be that. Uh, Malone loves having a security blanket, you know, picking a guy and saying, okay, um, we're not, we need to calm down a little bit. We need somebody who's going to like keep things under control. I think Vladko is that guy and he has the, um, you know, he's a good rebounder. He's a good screener. He does a lot of the little things I was talking about. That's going to, I think, ingratiate to him. So I'm, he's going to be my number one pick. Jeremy, what do you think? Um, I actually think it's going to be Christian Brown. Um, and I think because of, just the fact that he got that opportunity in the finals and he has a finals moment, right? Like a, a second year guy essentially already has a finals moment. Um, and I think that in itself, Michael Malone knows that he can trust Christian Brown. And I mean, let's be real, look at his history in his life. He's a winner, right? You know, going all the way back, like every level he's actually won. So I think, I think that that, especially if the, if the coach and the team, they're able to see that that progression with him throughout the summer, throughout the offseason. Um, and I mean, simple fact that they're not even at, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't they say that he's not allowed to play in the summer league? Um, I think I, I did hear that or did see that being reported somewhere. Um, so if that's the case in their mind, they're already like, yeah, we got to we got to chill on him playing in the summer. We know we got a lot of minutes and a lot of opportunity for him in the regular season. So I think for me, I would put him at number one. Um, I would put Vlatko at probably number two, because I do under, I do believe um, that he's going to be one of those players for real. Cause you know, just like with Jeff green last season, Michael Malone really does like to have those guys, right? He has to have his, like you mentioned, Ray, those safety, those safety blankets. He needs that um, Vlatko. I think for me, the biggest question mark is probably going to be Zeke because I don't necessarily know 
what Zeke's role will be. And I think that's just me as a fan watching the team. And whenever he gets those chances, like, is he playing backup center? Is he backup four? We've seen him hit a lot of threes in a row at times. Like, is he playing the three? We don't know. So I think for me, Zeke, there's a big question mark on Zeke, but I mean, he's going to get his minutes. He's going to get his opportunities to prove something. And I guess we shall see as fans, but I'm excited, man. So, Andre, if we have if we have uh, um, Peyton Watson and we have Vlatko and we have, of course, Christian Brown, so I'm 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 jumping the gun with with Peyton Watson. He might not be the third guy with the minutes, but he also might. Yeah. So, what do you expect of the other guys? How how would you uh, rank them by? who has the most chance to get bigger minutes comparing to the other ones? I agree. Those would be my top three. Um, I love Ray's confidence on Flacco. I really like <laughs> the flashes we've seen from Flacco. That's my guy. Awesome, man. Yeah. Um, I'd be all in. I mean, I think most people would have had him playing minutes over Uncle Jeff in the, in the playoffs, but, you know, we're NBA champs, so no, no complaints here. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll take it. Thank you, Uncle Jeff, for all that you've done. When you get to the bottom, uh, young guys, I think, you know, I think Pickett has the kind of quickest route to minutes. Um, and now Reggie's there, you know, and I think there is somewhat of a plan in place for Reggie. But Pickett's experience, I love your your Monte comp, you know, the fact that he avoids turnovers. I think he's just a rare rookie that Malone will trust fairly early. Also, you know, Malone's reputation of not trusting rookies, like most NBA coaches, merited. But we also need to remember CB last year, Bones the year Bones prior. The year like, before, yeah. mm-hmm. It's not like he never plays rookies, especially these guys who have a little more shooting and on-ball competence. And that certainly is Jalen Pickett. So maybe it's a hot take, but I think Jalen Pickett, when you get to that second tier of young guys, you know, Zeke and the other rookies, he is a he's my favorite to have the most minutes. Yeah, so it's it's funny because we have Julian Strutter who is a first round pick, and we kind of it's nobody crazy. comes to him mm-hmm. <laughs> as a surefire thing. Yeah. It's just so competitive. I'm I'm really excited about Hunter Tyson to be honest, because I mean, if he is what he is advertised to be, if he is a you know forty plus three point shooter on like nine shots per 36 minutes that's insanity that's that's mm-hmm. like like a guy like that should be able to play if he can hold his own on the defensive side for sure okay let's sh- take a, another short break and then i have a couple of more questions about the older guys ah mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Hey, we are back. I already mentioned the three veterans the, the Nuggets will have this season. I guess there's not a lot of mystery uh, about Reggie Jackson. He will probably be the backup point guard from the jump, and then we'll see what will happen after that. But what about Justin Holiday? Do you guys expect him to be in the rotation on day one in October, or do you consider him to be like the Ish Smith of, of this season? Let's start with Ray. I'm more in that Ish Smith camp. I think it's possible that that he does play, especially early on. He's going to get his opportunities just like anybody else. You know, I think Michael Mullen is a guy who's very open to giving everybody a shot and having an open mind about who's going to play. At the same time, I just think Denver has a lot of talent at that position. Um, I, If any, I mean, I don't want to jump the gun or anything, but of the three older players, I actually think DeAndre Jordan is the guy who's most likely to play in my mind a little bit, just for uh, some of the reasons that Jeremy mentioned about Zeke and his role. And I, I have some questions about his fit as a center, maybe in the NBA, 
um, and, and just how much talent Denver has at that spot compared to the guard positions and the forward positions. What do you think, Jeremy? Is um, Smith or not? I, I I think he's more on the Ish Smith as well because even if you look at just the just his career, right? I mean, he's one of those players. He is a journeyman, right? I believe the Nuggets may be his 12th team. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I know it's definitely over 10. I know that for sure. Um, so he's just one of those guys that he's traveled around the league a bunch. He can he can spread the floor. Um, I mean, he can he can stretch the floor. He can hit threes. He can get to the basket from time to time. I mean, he has the ability to to facilitate if needed. But I think, yeah, I think he is going to ultimately become one of those guys that you keep at the end of the bench and you bring them in when one, when the game is in a blowout in your favor or not. Um, and then maybe, listen, he he's he's still talented, right? So I'm not going to say that he's not going to go out there and give you anything. I'm pretty sure there he might he will have his moments throughout the season to prove himself like you guys have been saying but i just i don't see him being like a, a really huge factor in what the nuggets and end up doing throughout the season but i just think he's there um to be a guy who's seen a lot in the league a lot of experience i mean i'm sure he's had conversations with his championship brother in drew holiday right like i'm sure there's things that he can even you know give to the younger guys just in conversation because you need those guys in the locker room as much as you need the guys on the court because i think we always talk about just what you see on the court but look at deandre jordan last year he didn't play a whole bunch but what he was able to bring to the nuggets in the background in the place that we can't see i mean they obviously appreciate that right so yeah i think drew holiday i mean uh, justin holiday will have his moments but I don't think it's going to be a whole lot of minutes all season, honestly. I think you you've hit two very important things about about uh, Holiday. One is that he's a journeyman, and you know sometimes we will think about guys who are journeymen. They didn't they they were not good enough to stay on a team for a long time. But on the other hand, if you have a guy that's been let go, and then another team just swoops him in, there's a reason why they want to to take him, and then another one, and then another one. There's some good stuff about this guy, and that's the reason why he keeps coming back to the league. Correct. And if there's one thing I've heard about the Holiday brothers, is that they're just good people. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the biggest thing I've ever heard about all three of the Holiday brothers. So I think that that had a, a lot of uh, uh, influence on on, on uh, what the, the Nuggets front office were thinking about when they were hiring him. What do you think about that, Andre? I think that's a good, um, strong analysis. I also think he's a little more, you know, wing versatile than Jeff was, right? I think he'll fall somewhere in between what Ish's role was, but the wing version of that, and what Uncle Jeff was, but more of a, like, two, three small ball four than, like, a you know, a, a true four that had those two nightmarish possessions at the five uh, against the Heat. Um, so I think there's a path where, you know, Malone could kind of lean on him a little more in, you know, and maybe P Watts sitting on the bench more than we'd like, or maybe a Vlatko sitting on the bench more than we like, or it's a Hunter Tyson and hopefully similar to Ish Smith, that kind of transitions to where the young guys can swoop in and take more of a share of those minutes as the season goes along. But if he's reliable, and Malone trusts him, and like he's a calming presence in that locker room. Just like Uncle Jeff, it wouldn't surprise me if he just ends up being that eighth man over some guys we feel like are more talented, but Justin's just more consistent, more solid. He spaces the floor. He gives you length and uh, you know effort on defense on the wing. Like you know, the reason he's always employed is everyone in the NBA needs guys like that. Every mm-hmm. single team. Okay, we have two more segments, but before that, I need to squeeze one question. So give me just yes or no. Is DJ our backup five on the first game of the new season or not? Jeremy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Ray. Third string. Let's go, Ray. I say yes. I say yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, 
I, I kind of think he he'll, he will be the, the backup five at the, at the start of the season. And I don't think that's 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 a very bad thing, especially if if he gets to to have some minutes with J Pick. I think J Pick could use DJ very strongly in the second unit for sure. We're now gonna leave this summer and contemplate on the eight years of Michael Malone, Nikola Jokic era. We're going to snake draft the best players of this era. And to make it fair, nobody will be able to draft the horseman from somewhere. I think that's that's <laughs> that's completely fair. So there's one, only one rule. The player had to play in Denver at any point since October 2015. And we will value his value through the lens of his Nuggets prime. So, for instance, Paul Millsap will not have his Hawks value. Trey Lyles will not have his Sacramento value. So let's start and also try to make coherent starting fives so don't pick five guards let's try to to make actual five-man lineups okay and at the end of the show i will send out the tweet and we'll let the people choose who has the bets the best five and the tribunal of history can judge us forever or at least until mr musk shuts down twitter completely okay so let's first see who has the first pick? Oh my God, it's me! Oh, that's that's awesome! Oh, I had no idea. I had no idea. So this was completely random, and and okay, if if that's the case, I will I will take Jamal Murray if you don't mind. <laughs> Clear cut okay. first pick, right? Like uh, that. There was one set and forget guy, and it's it's Jamal. Yeah. Sure. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Okay, Jeremy. Now, um, now since you picked Jamal Murray, I can also pick Jamal, or we have to pick somebody else. No, somebody else, please. Okay, somebody else. Okay. Um, just the impact on just the Nuggets since 2015. Um, you know what? I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna go with Monte Morris. I'm actually gonna go with Monte. Okay. Okay. That's a that's a nice pick. Okay. Ray. All right. Um, I'm gonna go with Michael Porter Jr. They also a strong. Pick, Dre. Very solid pick. Um, I'm going to go AG because I, I like my options at the five the least. I might be able to play AG <laughs> as the small ball five. Um, That's fair. You guys and took Monte. Next pick. I'm going Bruce, man. Bruce, the, the versatility he allows me. Um, I feel pretty good about AG and Bruce uh, as my one and five here. That Lots is of options. pretty, pretty good. Okay, Ray, back to you. Um, I do have a similar feeling about the uh, big man depth. So I'm going with one DeMarcus Cousins. Wow. Oh, I, I, I didn't hear you. Sorry. Can you repeat? Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, Boogie. Boogie. Okay. Okay. That's that's interesting, but also possibly the best, the pos- best uh, uh, option on the five. Okay. Jeremy? You know what? Um, I guess because of the, the the trend that I'm going with now, listen, throw uh, throw Gary Harris on there for me. Mm. Ooh, gee, ah, yeah. okay. Ah. Mr. Ah. Nugget heavy lineup. Hey, man. The vibes are amazing Very, <laughs> very heavy. Okay, now I have to, to make two oh, picks. The least. Uh, this, <laughs> is, uh, this is... Okay, you know what? You know what? Since Dre didn't do this, I'll do it. So Danilo, Danilo Gallinari. Ooh. I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming. Solid yeah, Danilo, so Danilo was like a 19 point per game mm-hmm. player mm-hmm. while he was playing next to Nikola Jokic. Okay, and I, I need to make one more pick, and it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be Mason Plumley. Mason Plumley. Ooh, see mm. now Big's okay. coming off the board fast. <laughs> that was. <Yeah. laughs> Everybody oh, needs a big after this Nikola Jokic wow. domination. <laughs> Jeremy. Yeah, you just you just kind of messed me up with the with the with the Plumley pick. Um <laughs> Okay. Um dang, you guys are serious about like the the center position. It's tough <laughs> to think about yes. any serious big men other than obviously Jokic and and Boogie and Plumley. Um you know what? This this one this one is going to be very controversial. 
Um, but I am gonna I'm gonna say this name and just throw it out there because I want to see how people feel. But I'm actually gonna go with Will Barton. I'm gonna throw Will Barton on, on there. Wow. <laughs> I know I know skill. how a lot hey, of skill. Hey, hey, I know how people felt about Will, but we're gonna go with Will today. Will had a long, I support long, long career on the Nuggets, and most Absolutely. of it was really good. Absolutely. Ray. Okay. Um, I'm going to go continue with the theme here. Maybe we'll start to notice. Uh, Wilson Chandler. Okay. Here we wow. go. <laughs> um, man, Jeremy, I thought you were going Nurkic on us. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> he's talking five. He's concerned about the five. Like, I know, I know. I, know. I, didn't actually <laughs> didn't. I don't, hours, yeah. I don't <laughs> even have Nurkic on my board, but yeah, he does exist. <laughs> Gary, I guess Gary Amante would counter the Nurk vibes, but um, okay. I better load up on wings here. Give me KCP. By the way, I have three NBA champions on. My yeah, yeah. Um, you actually, you actually have three NBA. And champions. then I'll take Jeremy Grant. That's fair. Oh, you know, that, I, don't know. I actually forgot about Jeremy. That, that was a solid. Uh, that was a solid playoff run. We'll always have that with the JG. Yeah. yeah. Good, good um, luck with, with that with that spacing though. Okay. <laughs> Great. Okay. This is a, a tough choice. All right, I'm gonna go with PJ Dozier. Okay. I was wondering when yeah. he's gonna get Dozier. I will say Isaiah Hartenstein, stolen board, you know, yeah. still around. Yeah. Still bull, bull, bull could be the <laughs> Very true, very true. Um, I'm actually gonna go ahead and go with Paul Millsap. That's that's very strong. That's a great pick. Solid pick. Yes, I agree with that pick. Okay, so now I need some guards because I'm already I'm already good with the pigs. So so let me go. Let me go. Oh God, this is getting this is getting hard. Okay, deep, deep. <laughs> let's let's go with Malik Beasley. Oh, okay. great! <laughs> and then I need another guy, and this is gonna be hard. But it's a fifth pick, so so what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Okay, let me just take a look. Oh God! Yeah, you trying to get a four here? Uh, at like a three, three, four, something like that. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see who should I get. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go with Bones Highland. Mm, okay. Oh, he is tough. the last okay. guy I was expecting right. to see on my board, to be honest. Yeah. Jamal and Bones, I don't know if they'll get along. It's <laughs> very true. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> um, just kind of continuing with, with the theme, because apparently I can't seem to get anybody that's currently on the Nuggets um, since everybody is grabbing them. But, um, you know, if I if I need a, a, a big man since then, somebody who's somewhat, I, I don't know if you want to call him versatile, but he definitely brought the vibes. I'm going to go with Kenneth Fareed. Mm. Yeah, that's a good pick. He actually has oh, some yeah. great numbers. On the, yeah, on that's the why we love Kanagate sure. so much. Like, we've been <laughs> searching for, like, get the guy in the dunker spot for milk to just throw alley oops to. That was so much fun. Ray, your final pick. All right. My final pick. Ah, I need a point guard. Hmm. Let's see. If you throw a name out in the chat, I might pick it at this point. Um, <laughs> speaking of pick it, are we allowed to pick players who haven't played a minute for the Nuggets yet? Hey, that, an option? that was the rule. The draft vibes are so high. I mean, why not? <laughs> I was going to pick Jameer Nelson, but now that I've opened up this door, I'm going to pick Jalen Pickett. I'm going with it. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Okay. Was I such a coward? Okay. <laughs> oh, Ray, man. Uh, final pick. It's I getting really, really hard in these like fourth and fifth pick. I really know. resent your comment about my spacing on my team, Miro. <laughs> I mean, JG shot thirty-eight percent as a nugget. I, I think that's good. But you know, to address Shoot. to address that offense, I'm not going Austin Rivers. I'm going Juancho. 
Give me yeah, Juancho, man. This guy. Juancho's the four that this team needs. JG, Juancho, KCP, you got AG at the five. Bruce running the show. This is going to be a fun team. Hey, Juancho is actually a great pick. I'm so sad I didn't use my fifth pick on him. I was thinking about him on, for my fourth pick, and I just forgot about him. Okay, so guys, right after the show, we'll, we'll, we'll give you these, these starting fives. So for me, it's Jamal Murray, Danilo Gallinari, Mason Plumley, Malik Beasley, Mo- Bones Highland. For Jeremy, it's Montemoris, Gary Harris, Will Barton, Paul Millsap, and Kenneth, Kenneth Farid. It's a really good lineup. For for rates, MPJ, Boogie, Ill Will, PJ Dozier, and J Pick. I have to say it's a bit of a hip, hipster kind of lineup. <laughs> <laughs> and then for Dr. Dre, of course, AG, Bruce Brown, KCP, Jeremy, and Juan Trujillo Gomez. I'm not optimistic about winning this one. I have to be honest <laughs> about it. Okay, it is time for us our last break, and then we'll we'll come for the for the last show. Andre, do you need to split or? I need to split. Okay, yes. okay. I Thank you very much for this game. Thank you guys for being always with us. Yeah, nice yes. meeting you, man. It's been an honor. Absolutely, always. Yeah. Great meeting you. Okay, last last uh, break. Okay, we are back, and this is Ooh, okay. this is the last the last game for today. It is a game I traditionally have during the summer, and it is 2023 Summer League participant or 2020 Tokyo Games Athletics gold medalist. I will give you a name, and you will tell me if this guy is a Summer League participant or Tokyo Games Athletic gold medalist. So it should be fairly easy, except it is absolutely not. So <laughs> let, let's start with, with I Jeremy. Nothing less. <laughs> let's let's try to guess these guys. Okay, so first one, Damian Warner. Um, summer league. <laughs> let's go Olympics. No, he is actually <laughs> Canada's own decathlon Olympian Olympic champion. In the in the Tokyo Games, it's probably the most uh, impressive uh, athletic discipline of them all. So, decathlon champion Damian Warner. Ray, your turn. David Tomala. Oh. I'm gonna say Olympics. Yeah. Fingers crossed. It is. Hey. <laughs> David Tomala Let's go. is one for the one. 50 kilometers walking Olympic champion. Walking is interesting. As a dog walker, <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> That's, That's true. It's, That's it's true. harder. It's harder to do than uh, than we think. It really is. It's like competitively, yeah, for sure. Those yeah. guys have some hips, man. Like, man. like very impressive. Very impressive. We used to have a really good tried, walker like... from Serbia some twenty <laughs> years ago when I was still super tuned in into the Olympics. Okay, Jeremy. Xavier Castaneda. You know, um, I feel like since we had back-to-back Olympics, this we we got we gotta have we gotta have a summer league guy um, here. Um, so I'm gonna go summer league again and see how it worked out. <laughs> yes, he will be playing for the Clippers, and he comes from the from the Akron University. So I guess he might be from from LeBron's like old neighborhood. Ray, question for you, Malcolm Casalon. I'm feeling the Olympics. I'm really disappointed in you because this guy used oh. to play for Mega Basket <laughs> in in Serbia in oh, Belgrade. Malcolm okay. Kazalon. He will be he will be playing for the Detroit Pistons in the summer league. I don't know. He, he, That's okay. he should be pretty pretty talented. Okay, Jeremy. Interesting. Angelo Allegri. I'm really sorry, Dre is not here for. <laughs> Angelo <laughs> Allegri. I guess. Um, I'm gonna say the Olympics for this one. I'll say the Olympics. Yes, he's he is not. So he will be playing <laughs> he for yes, Charlotte. No. <laughs> he said yes, he's not. <laughs> he, he, he used to play for the Eastern Washington University, and yes, he he will be playing for Charlotte Hornets. Ray, question for you. Jarkel Joiner. I'm gonna say summer league. I'm feeling it. 
Yeah, you you do remember the 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 the, the Griffith Joiner, uh, Olympic champion in in sprinting back oh, in the day. Wow. Florence, Griff, Florence Griffith Joiner. Yeah, but this guy is, is <laughs> so. Thank you. So he will be playing for the Atlanta one. Hawks. I, like I, I, I hope that his last name would fool you. He used to play for the NC State University. Okay, Jeremy. Daniel Stahl. Ooh. You know what? Um, I don't know why, but I I, I think I think we're gonna Rings go. A bell. Yeah, I, I think we're gonna go Olympics with this one just because I feel like I've seen that name, that last name, especially floating around a lot. So I'm gonna say Olympics. Very good, very good. <laughs> he is a guy who is throwing the discus from Sweden. And if you if you see his stature, he would probably be really good in the low post. So, oh, yeah. so maybe maybe he can grab some summer league, <laughs> you know, reps as well. Okay, Ray. Taz Sherman. Oh, man. I'm feeling summer league. I'm feeling summer league. I like that's a summer league name. I don't know. I just feel <laughs> he is playing for Denver Nuggets. <laughs> we should yes. know this. <laughs> yes. So last year he was in Hungary in Honved Budapest. And yeah, Taz Taz Sherman is one of the guys we'll probably see uh in three minutes when the game starts. So we need to hurry up, hurry up. Okay. <laughs> for sure. Jeremy, Vincent Valerigo Bodon. Wow. Yeah, that that the last name, the last name is definitely throwing me off. Like you uh like I'm sure you planned. Um you know what? I'm I think this one might be a trick one, so I'm gonna go summer league with this one as well. Very good, very good. <laughs> He's actually a, a Hungarian basketball player nice. who will be playing in for Boston Celtics, and he used to play for Sopron in Hungary. Right? Fabian White. So to break a trend, I'm going to say Olympics. <laughs> nope. Ah, the South Bay Lakers. He will be playing Gross. for the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't okay. find a photo of him in South Bay Lakers uniform. So this, this had to do. Okay. And I think the last couple of questions, Stephen Gardiner, Jeremy. Um. Let's 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 go let's go, let's go Olympics with this one. Let's go Olympics. Yes, and he is a guy from Bahamas. Ah, Remember, you I told that. you, you we do that. have the Olympic champion from the Bahamas. There are a lot of Stephen Gardiner, four hundred meters, or something like four hundred and fifty yards, whatever. I don't know what you use. <laughs> so yeah, a great champion from the Bahamas. Ray, Nate, darling, this is the last question. Give me some relief. Can be summer league. I'm feeling it. Excellent, excellent. Bring it home. Yes. Bring it home. Summer Let's league. Go. He'll be playing for the Chicago Bulls, and he he used to play last year for the Ontario Clippers in the G League. Okay, okay, that's enough gaming for today. Um, do you guys have anything to to plug before we leave, Jeremy? Um. I mean, as of right now, I mean, the, uh, you know, Denver Hoops and Dreams is has come to an end, um, you know, for for especially for the time being. Uh, we may relaunch it next season, depending on but we shall see right now. I just do um, a sports betting show called Take It or Leave It. Um, so you can uh, check that out pretty much anywhere um, if you're looking for some sports betting tips, because right now I'm just doing a lot of baseball because. You know, not. I mean, yes, you can pick your summer league winners, but I'll mess with with that right now because nothing's <laughs> on the line. So I don't do it personally. But um, that's about it's it. Insanity. Man. It's insanity. It, no, it's, to, I just to gamble I, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I leave that alone. But no, I mean, you know, anytime I'm always down to talk. You talk basketball, talk sports. You know, it's always cool to you know talk to some people who are like minded, right? So that's that's it for me, man. But I appreciate you guys. You know, having me on here for sure. Thank you very much. Ray, what are your plans for the for the summertime? Can we expect more shows from you and Peter? Uh, yeah, yeah. Dropping new episodes pretty much every week. Um, we are at Four Corner Pod. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we have all the uh, links there. And yeah, we talk about the Nuggets. We talk about the NBA at large. We give sometimes rational, sometimes not so rational takes about Vlatko Chanchar. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we have a good time. 
So definitely check us, definitely give us a check us out. So guys, thank you for watching this show for the last 18 months or so. I will take a short vacation from the show until the first week of August. I'll actually be spying on the Greek national team for the FIBA World Cup while oh, pretending nice. to be an innocent tourist urging for some gyros and souvlaki. Take care of your loved ones. Take care of yourself. Work smarter, not harder. And remember, there's always money in the banana stand. See you in about four weeks. Go Nuggets. Go Nuggets. Even more. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. <laughs>